Before we get started today, I want to ask you a quick question. Are you looking to find more freedom and flexibility in your life with type 1 diabetes? Are you looking to increase your confidence and decrease your stress? If so, I want to invite you to join the Diabetes Psychologist membership. When you join, you'll get weekly sessions with me where we'll have master classes, diabetes and mental health question and answer sessions, and hot seat coaching sessions. You'll also get monthly behavioral challenges, a comprehensive resource library, and a private Facebook community. To learn more, go to thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash membership. That's thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash membership. And I can't wait for you to become a part of the Diabetes Psychologist membership community. And now, on to this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. I really hope that as you read this book, you'll get a good feel about how I think about type 1 diabetes and mental health. And it really starts by not sugarcoating it, not telling you that it's easy or that it should be easy or that it's ever going to be easy. I really hope that my honesty is refreshing and that you can see that working to handle type 1 diabetes is not easy, that it takes hard work, it takes being uncomfortable, and it takes a willingness to be able to handle type 1 diabetes. You cannot handle type 1 diabetes if you're not willing to try. I know that firsthand. And I really try to portray that in the book and show you that I've gone through these struggles myself, both personally, as well as with many, many patients over the years. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. I have some exciting news to share with you. I wrote a book, and I want to spend today's podcast telling you all about how this book came to be and what to expect when you get to read it in the next couple of months. So the book is called Diabetes Sucks and You Can Handle It. And the reason I came up with that title is because one question I ask everyone who comes into my office to see me is what makes diabetes suck for you? And everybody has an answer. Some people say it's the burnout and all the work. Some people say it's the anxiety and thinking about the future. Some people say it's all the annoying things that people say to them or worrying or being self-conscious about diabetes and what it means about them. There are so many reasons why type 1 diabetes sucks. But the bottom line is, whatever someone's answer is, at the core of it, there's a message there. And that message is, Yes, this thing sucks. It's stressful. It makes me anxious. It makes me burnt out. It makes me depressed. But the biggest part of this is that they're having a really hard time handling those emotions. Those things are difficult. And dealing with stress and burnout and all of those things that come with diabetes, all the overwhelm, it becomes challenging. And you start to think that you're not able to handle all of that stress. Then I ask the next question. And that question is always, if those things didn't get in your way, 
if the stress of diabetes and the burnout and the work and all of the negative emotions of diabetes didn't get in your way, how much would diabetes still suck? And most people look at me a little quizzically, but they think to themselves, well, if they didn't get in my way, if I was able to do the things in my life that I really wanted to do, and I was able to handle those difficult emotions, then diabetes would definitely suck less. You see, we can't control how much diabetes sucks. As I said many times before, and I'll say it many times again, diabetes is stressful, and there's not always a whole lot we can do about that. We can't make the stress of diabetes go away. We can sure try. We can try to control it, try to push it away. But unfortunately, I haven't figured out a way to make that work just yet. But what we can do is teach you how to handle that stress and give you strategies that you can use to be able to handle the fact that diabetes sucks. If that's the reality, if there's no getting around that, then we have only one choice, and that is to be able to handle it. And this book is about giving you the skills to be able to handle the stress of diabetes, to be able to handle it even though diabetes sucks. And with the realization that diabetes sucks and people feel like they can't handle it, the idea for my book was born. So what is this book about? So the book really starts with asking you to be honest with yourself about the challenges of diabetes. We can't work to handle these challenges unless we recognize that they're there. And so we have to be honest with ourselves that diabetes is challenging and really identify the specific reasons why diabetes is challenging. The other alternative is to try to push diabetes under the rug and say, no, I got it. It's not a problem for me. Diabetes is not stressful, not a problem at all. Why would I even have a problem handling it? And by doing that, not doing ourselves any favors, because if diabetes is stressful, we have to recognize that stress. Because the only way to deal with the stress is to be able to recognize and be honest and straightforward with ourselves that that stress is there. And once we do that, we empower ourselves to be able to take steps to be able to handle those stressful situations. But on the other hand, we also have to be honest with ourselves about the fact that sometimes we make diabetes suck more than it has to. And there's all kinds of ways that we do that. Mostly in our thoughts, though. We start to think about we have these triggers that happen to us. So we have high blood sugar or low blood sugar. Um, something happens where we're, we feel we can't eat something because of our blood sugar. There are all kinds of triggers that happen for us. And then all of a sudden in our minds, the idea that diabetes sucks takes off and becomes much bigger than it had to be. In the beginning, we started off with saying, you know, diabetes sucks for this specific reason. My blood sugar is high. I don't feel well right now. And that's very fair. And that's a really honest way of looking at it because in that moment, diabetes sucks. But then we start making meaning about all these things and what that means about us. And it means that we're broken. It means that we're, that we're sick, that we can't do all these things. And the reality is, is none of those things are true. We took a very simple reality uh, that really does suck and we made it a lot bigger than it has to be. And so in order to really handle the fact that diabetes sucks and handle the stress of diabetes, we have to rein those things in and really recognize and see where we make diabetes suck more than it really has to. And once we're able to rein that in and be honest with ourselves about where diabetes is challenging 
and also where diabetes is not as challenging as we think it is, then we can really take steps to be able to handle diabetes. And really, the way that we handle diabetes is by accepting the fact that it's challenging and sitting with that and not trying to make it not challenging. Because the more we try to make it not challenging, the more challenging it gets. And then we start doing things like watching our stories. You know, we talked about the stories that really make diabetes more stressful than it has to be. By watching our stories and being aware of them, we can rein them in easier and put us in a position where we can handle the stress of type 1 diabetes. We also talk about sitting in the present moment and being able to be there with the stress. Because the only place we can handle stress, the only opportunity that we have to take action with our stress is in the present moment. When we get lost in our head, we're not able to take any action because we are in our head and we can't take action in our head. And so bringing ourselves back into the present moment is a great way to be able to handle the stress and the challenges of diabetes and recognize that it sucks, but see that you can handle it. Also, another thing we talk about is the importance of getting support from other people in your diabetes management. That means other people with type 1 diabetes, that means friends and family, and also from your healthcare team. And I give you some really tangible steps that you can take in order to get that support. And then, of course, we talk about my favorite topic, which is lead with action. Back to be able to handle diabetes, if we're able to do the things in our life that we want to be able to do. If we're able to go skiing and go running and play with our kids, then the stress of diabetes becomes a lot less relevant to us because it's there in the background. It's not impacting your ability to do things. And so in this book, I guide you to a place where you're able to take action in your life, use all the skills that you've learned so far to be able to handle the stress of diabetes and then take action in your life and see what's possible. The only way you're going to be able to handle type 1 diabetes is by giving yourself the opportunity to see that you can handle it. And once you're able to see that you can handle some tough things and you gain some confidence in that area, really the sky is the limit. Then at the end of the book, we give you some next steps. We talk about how to handle some of the really challenging parts of diabetes, things like complications and dealing with insurance companies and dealing with the financial part of diabetes, because those things make diabetes even more stressful. But I promise you that by taking the steps that I outlined in this book, you'll be able to handle those things too. And then we talk about, you know, when you might need professional help, because sometimes diabetes can be too much to handle on your own. I don't want to pull any wool over your eyes and tell you that you can handle everything by yourself, because maybe for you, part of handling the stress of type 1 diabetes is seeking professional help and getting help from your healthcare team and maybe even a mental health professional. Because there are certainly some parts of diabetes that you can't and probably shouldn't handle by yourself. And that's okay. Handling diabetes does not mean doing it on your own. Handling diabetes means knowing when you need help and then reaching out to your support network to be able to get that help. Whether it's from other people with type 1 diabetes or whether it's from members of your healthcare team or from mental health professionals or from all of the above. And it's really important that we recognize that there definitely is a place for professional mental health care in the world of type 1 diabetes. And we need to know when it's appropriate and necessary to seek that out. Because the sooner you do that, 
the easier it's going to be for you to handle the stress that diabetes throws your way. Throughout the book, I really tried to integrate personal stories, both my own, but also of people that I know with type 1 diabetes who have been able to handle the stress of type 1 diabetes. I got feedback that the personal stories that we tell were really impactful in showing people what's possible in their lives and what they can overcome and how they can use these skills to work to be able to handle type 1 diabetes and to be able to see that handling type 1 diabetes is possible not only for other people, but for themselves. I also made sure to include a variety of interactive exercises in the book so that you can take the skills that you learn and put them into action, make commitments, and then have a step-by-step process to take to be able to uh, put your skills in action and see the results, able to see what is possible in your life and what you are able to handle. Because the reality is you have type 1 diabetes. And just by knowing that about you, I know that you can handle lots because you already have. You may not think that you're doing a good job. You may not think that you're able to handle it. But I promise you, you are. And you can handle a whole lot more than you think that you can. I want to tell you a little bit about the process that I took in writing the book because I think it may be valuable for you. And it was certainly valuable for me and thinking about my diabetes in a different way. So I have been trying to write a book for probably three or four years now. And I've had a couple of different ideas about how to write a book and what I want to write about. Every time I've tried, I have kind of moved. I've written a couple of chapters and then I stopped. And I couldn't quite find the motivation to continue. I didn't really have a clear direction and a clear way of writing and a clear thesis about what I wanted to write about until this idea came to me. And I knew that this was the book I needed to write because I knew that I had some clear guidance to be able to offer you around how to handle type 1 diabetes, both in being honest with yourself, but also some skills that you can use once you're honest with yourself. But I didn't quite know where to start. By random chance, I was connected with a book coach. So in 2021, I joined a book coaching program. And in that program, I was given step-by-step guidance about how to write a book. Went through the step-by-step process where over 12 weeks, we mapped out the book in very detailed form, and then we're able to write it um, on a daily basis. I got up really early every morning and wrote for a couple of hours. Over time, the book came together. There are some days when I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm not making any progress. But over the course of a couple of months, I was able to see my word count go up. And then finally, I was able to read a rough draft of my book, and I was able to see the small steps within the process made a huge difference and got me much closer and then finally helped me to achieve my goal. But I want to say that having this formal process was really helpful for me because I think the reason why I wasn't successful in writing a book before that was because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have any guide and didn't really know how to even outline a book and how to really make it comprehensive and then how to go through the process of writing and editing even when I didn't feel like I wanted to, even when I didn't feel like I should, even when I felt like I was failing and not doing a good job. Because I had that accountability and those people behind me cheering me on, it made it so I really had to write whether I felt I wanted to or not. And reflecting back on that process, I realized there's a lot we can learn about diabetes management from that book process. Sometimes we feel like we're not doing a very good job. Sometimes we feel like no matter what we do, our blood sugars are not making any progress and our time and range is not going up. Our A1C is not coming down. And that can be so frustrating. But having a process to be able to help us to manage our diabetes and help us manage our stress 
can be so helpful because it can feel very amorphous. It can feel like you don't know where you're going. And when you have no direction and no guidance about how to get to where you want to be, it makes getting there really, really challenging. And I think the same thing is true for both diabetes management, both your blood sugars, but also the stress of diabetes. And that's really what I want to help to accomplish in this book is to give you a step-by-step guide to help you look at diabetes and the stress of diabetes in a new way, and then give you a guide to be able to get you to the place where you want to be, where you can handle diabetes, where you can do things and be more free and flexible in your life with type 1 diabetes. And so having that guide, having me as your guide in the book, I think will be really helpful for you because I really walk you through the process and I give you step-by-step instructions about how to implement the skills that you're learning in your life with type 1 diabetes. And as you're implementing these skills, it may feel sometimes like you're not making any progress and that's okay. But trust me, if you go through the process and you do the work, you will make progress. You can get to the end where you'll have good evidence to show you that you can handle the stress of type 1 diabetes. And you'll never know that unless you go through this process. And this book is really the first step to giving you the guide that you need to go through that process. I've also been asked, why is this book needed? There are lots of books out there about type 1 diabetes. And some of those books touch on or even focus on things like diabetes burnout and the mental health challenges of type 1 diabetes. But as far as I know, there has not been a book written uh, by a psychologist who also has type 1 diabetes who works in the world of diabetes. And I really hope that my perspective, my own story, the stories I share about other people with type 1 diabetes in the book, and also the expert guidance that I'm able to give you in the book is refreshing. I really hope that as you read this book, you'll get a good feel about how I think about type 1 diabetes and mental health. And it really starts by not sugarcoating it, not telling you that it's easy or that it should be easy or that it's ever going to be easy. I really hope that my honesty is refreshing and that you can see that working to handle type 1 diabetes is not easy, that it takes hard work, it takes being uncomfortable, and it takes a willingness to be able to handle type 1 diabetes. You cannot handle type 1 diabetes if you're not willing to try. I know that firsthand. And I really try to portray that in the book and show you that I've gone through these struggles myself, both personally as well as with many, many patients over the years. And the step-by-step guidance that I offer in the book is really a reflection of not only my own experience as a psychologist, but also as a person living with type 1 diabetes who has helped many other people with type 1 diabetes get to a place where they can handle type 1 diabetes. I'm so excited to be able to share this book with you in a couple months. My hope is this book will come out sometime in April of 2022. And I can't wait to let you know exactly when that's going to happen. So you can celebrate with me and hopefully buy the book and be able to get some good value out of it. I want to tell you the top three things I think that you'll get out of reading this book when it comes out. The first is stories. One thing that really surprised me from my beta readers people who read the book and gave me feedback about it, was how much they enjoyed the stories and how much texture and color the stories gave to the book. I had more than one person tell me that they read certain stories and they saw themselves in those stories. They said, that was me or that is me right now. And that story gave me hope. It made them feel not so alone in their type 1 diabetes. And I hope that you get that from this book as well. 
The second is practical exercises that you can use. You know, it's one thing to talk about diabetes, burnout, and anxiety, and all of these things. But unless we get down to the nitty-gritty and tell you what you can do to be able to handle them, it stays amorphous. It stays very confusing. It stays very airy. And so I really wanted to make sure this book offered really practical advice and offered exercises that you can use to really implement the skills that we're talking about into your life right now. This book is not about theory. This book is about practicality and helping you right here, right now. And I hope that you take that away from the book and really use the exercises to make changes in your life and to be able to see that you can handle the stress of type 1 diabetes. And the final thing I hope you take away from this book is the importance of learning to live with rather than trying to get rid of the stress of type 1 diabetes. The reality is, just like the title says, is diabetes sucks, and there's no way around that. It does. I live with it every day, and I know that it sucks. You live with it every day, and you know that it sucks. So let's be honest about the fact that it sucks. But if we can learn to live with that and learn to handle it, as opposed to working so hard to try to get rid of that stress, which is going to be a fruitless effort, you're going to be pushing that boulder up the hill and never getting to the top and always tumbling back down if you try to get rid of the stress. It's just not going to happen. But you can learn to live with it. And by learning to live with the stress, by learning to handle the stress, you're going to be a lot better off and you're going to be so much more free and flexible in your life. And I cannot wait to share with you how to handle type 1 diabetes, even though it does suck in a step-by-step fashion when my book comes out in April 2022. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please do me a favor. Please share it with a friend. By sharing it with a friend, you help me get the word out about this podcast and you help other people with type 1 diabetes learn to handle the stress of type 1 diabetes. And that's really the goal here. I always love hearing from my listeners. So please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at the diabetes psychologist or email me at mark at the diabetespsychologist.com. Feel free to say hello. Let me know you're excited about the book. Um, I'd love to hear from you and love your feedback. And of course, Please be sure to tune next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast.